0: Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Ned Bellavance, Ned1313 on Twitter, and welcome to the Daily Check-In for September 29th, 2021. It is Wednesday, and you might be wondering, did I miss a Daily Check-In from Tuesday? You didn't. You did not. It was a busy day, and I did a whole Terraform Tuesday thing, so you can consider that the Daily Check-In. I did a Terraform Tuesday video. <laughs> anyway, let's check in. How you doing this fine Wednesday? Things going okay for you? Did you have anything good to eat today? Because... I bought some candy when we were in Nashville and I kind of forgot about it because it was in this bag that was just kind of off to the side. And I found one of the candy, the candy bag today. And I was like, yes. So I ate a light lunch and then a bit of candy. Well, more than a bit, maybe. (laughs) Sometimes I have a bit of a sweet tooth problem, but. You know, we all have our faults, right? So hopefully you had a fantastic day, ate something great. Maybe it's candy. Maybe it's a shake. Maybe it's a beer. I don't know. Whatever makes you happy. Treat yourself. That's what I say. Anyway, the thing that I wanted to talk about today, it's kind of an interesting one. Um, there is the HashiCorp State of the Cloud Strategy Survey. And it's available online. I'll include a link in the show notes in case you want to go check it out. Or I'm sure you could just search HashiCorp State of the Cloud and boom, there you would have it. I haven't actually read the report yet. I thought it might be fun to do a recording as I read through it to give you my first impressions of what's in here. So let's start at the top. They got five numbers to remember. One of those numbers is 76% of respondents. So this was 3,200 respondents 76% are already multi-cloud. Is that surprising? I would say no. And that's something that we've seen time and time again. Now, part of the problem is that multi-cloud can be a fuzzy term. That can mean a lot of different things. It could mean that you are using multiple SaaS products that you consider clouds. It could mean you're using Salesforce.com and AWS, both of which count as clouds. I had an interesting back and forth with an author from Pluralsight who creates courses around Salesforce. And she was explaining to me that it is more than just a CRM system. I mean, I kind of knew that, but I didn't realize they have like full-blown development platforms on Salesforce in addition to owning Heroku. So (laughs) definitely considered a full-fledged cloud. Okay, so that's interesting. Another interesting thing here is that 57% of respondents say a skills shortage is a top cloud challenge and that is something that i certainly have been hearing from employers and different vendors is how difficult it is to find experienced folks who are willing to come work at your organization there's a bit of a shortage out there when it comes to highly skilled technical people now obviously that's a great opportunity if you happen to be someone who is getting into the world of cloud because this is your opportunity to break in and make money because People need, you know, other people that are skilled in the cloud. So if that is the thing you could do, uh, go do it. Another interesting one here is 47% say security is a top cloud inhibitor. Now, that's interesting because almost half of the people say security is inhibiting their adoption of the cloud. But one of the things that I've noted before, it's not that security is harder in the cloud, And it's not necessarily that security is better or worse in the cloud. I would argue, done properly, it's probably better in the cloud. The problem is that it's different than the way you approach security on premises. And if you're not ready to change your mindset and the architecture you want to pursue to use security in the cloud, then yes, that is going to be an inhibitor because it's not like, I mean, you can just roll out your standard security practices into a cloud environment, But A, they're not going to be as effective. And B, you're missing out on a lot of opportunities to improve those processes. So that's an interesting conversation to have. And it's one we actually had on Day 2 Cloud. The episode hasn't come out yet. But keep your eyes peeled for an episode with someone from HashiCorp talking about this exact challenge when it comes to adopting a security mindset in a multi-cloud world. Okay. So that's interesting. Let's keep scrolling down and see what we got. Well, they talk I have a whole slide about multi-cloud grabbing a stronger foothold. That's not surprising. We kind of know that. So we can just we'll skip that entirely. AWS is still the top cloud provider. Now, the thing that's interesting here is cloud providers use slash planned to use. And of the respondents, 88% are using or plan to use AWS, 74% for Azure, and 61 for GCP. So those are still the top three clouds. I know Oracle's been trying to make waves, but as of right now, those are still the top three. And I've always thought of GCP as a little bit distance, but maybe that's just by pure volume. If you just look at companies that are using one or more of these clouds, maybe GCP is starting to edge in there as at least one of the clouds that's being used if not the primary cloud. So I'd be very interesting to it would be very interesting to see this same survey where you rank your primary, secondary and tertiary clouds. So that is definitely interesting to me. Let's see what else. Multi-cloud is working has multi-cloud helped you achieve your business 53% say yes. I can't really imagine a lot of people saying no to that. So let's not worry about that. Multi-cloud brings multiple benefits. Okay, sure. And multi-cloud is tightly connected to other modern technology initiatives. Not surprising there. Infrastructure as (laughs) code factors heavily into that. Now let's get down into some of the detail around cost, skill shortages, and workflow issues that are of the top challenges. Now, what I see here is it says, what are the primary inhibitors to your cloud program? And the one that they highlighted in the top five things to know is security at 47%. But actually, the top concern is cost concerns at 51%. And again, they're not wrong. Many of the conversations I've had, especially with organizations that have made a move to cloud without changing the architecture of their applications or their operational processes, have found that cloud is more expensive. And so... As we see more of that coming out, more reports that highlight that problem, and as traditional vendors start catching up with the as-a-service model on-premises, cost concerns are going to probably rise as an inhibitor. If you could say, you know, uh, what's so... HPE has their Esmeral and their green Greenlake or something. Uh, they have those programs which basically allows you to get hardware and software as a service in your data center. And if you can if your HPE is already your vendor, that's a relatively straightforward way to introduce cloud-like economics into your data center at probably a lower overall price point. So if you are considering the cloud and you're worried about cost, that worry is justified. And I think that's being borne out in these survey statistics. Second one is security. Third one is lack of in-house skills at 41%, which points back at skills. People don't have the skills that are necessary to adopt the cloud. Now, the people who actually think that the cost concerns are largest are smaller businesses Whereas large enterprise are a little less concerned about cost. And that's, well, that's actually not all that surprising. All right. Top challenges to operationalizing multi-cloud. Hmm, okay. What are the most significant challenges? By a wide margin, it is skill shortages again. People are worried. If I'm going to try to consume multi-cloud, I might need an Azure team and an AWS team and a GCP team. And it's hard to fill out the skills necessary in all those different teams, ideally, you would have software that is cloud agnostic in nature. And that gets back to something I talked about last week with if you're creating a startup right now and you're looking for a way to break into the market, choosing SaaS and choosing cloud agnostic are two things you can really do to separate yourself out from the pack. Let's see, what else is going on in this report? Again, skills, issues, lack of skills, that seems to be one of the top concerns. Now, what are people actually worried about from a security perspective? I think I'm gonna wrap it up here because otherwise I'll run a little bit long. But what are your top cloud security concerns? And respondents were allowed to select three. The number one is data and privacy protection folks are worried that their data is or privacy are not fully protected in the cloud, which is weird because the protections you have available for your data and your privacy as compared to a traditional data center are so much better when it comes to the cloud. But there is that concern there. It's not behind my four walls anymore. It's now somewhere else, somewhere I can't walk up and touch a server and go, there's my data right there. Because you don't have that physical barrier anymore, I think there's a psychological barrier saying, oh, well, I don't know where my data is. I can't protect it. My my information's not private. I can't protect it. So that's obviously a big concern. The next one is data theft, which is I think those two are very interrelated. And then the third one is regulatory compliance, which I, I can see that, especially if you have some particularly onerous regulations applied to whatever sector of business you work in where you have to keep data local or it's very difficult to adopt the cloud. Okay, so that's interesting. And then very last thing here, what are the most significant cloud challenges for the security component of your cloud efforts? Again, we're back to skills, lack of staff, lack of skills. That's 26%. And then the next one is insufficient tooling down at to 12%. So I think my key takeaways here are Pretty much everyone's doing multi-cloud. It's hard to get away from, and that's not at all surprising. One of the biggest problems people are encountering is skills and staffing. People need to skill up, and people just need to find other people to hire. If you are someone who is cloud-adjacent right now, hey, start getting your AWS certs or your Azure certs or GCP, whatever it is, And you'll probably not have very much of a problem finding a job. So I think that's going to do it for me for today. Thank you so much for listening, as always. I might read through this report and do like a part two tomorrow. We'll see. But until then, stay healthy. Stay safe out there. Bye for now.